You are now tuned in to the Pod Gods Network. And make sure you head on over to podgodsnetwork.com and check out all 75 million shows we have available for your free consumption. They're all free, they're all funny, and they're all fucking Pod Gods. Go check them out. Podgodsnetwork.com, 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 podgodsnetwork.com. Hello, welcome to GarageCast. Fuck you and fuck everybody out there. I've quit smoking and I really don't give a fuck about nobody. <laughs> oh, you look so cute with the little boy pants. You just call me cute? Betty White was hot. She still is. It's wintertime. You need that hair on your ass. I'm not that old. You're so old, dude. It's like fucking baby powder coming out. It don't out. matter. It still feels good to me. <laughs> uh, My neighbor over there, he makes $200,000 a year. Why can't I make 200000 I should have everything he has. I live in America. I failed the I step. All four times. And we're putting on a podcast? Fuck yes, dude. They just what are they going to get that? us for? Talking about pocket pussies? Yeah, dude. That's fucking terrorist shit right there. What if we pack a pocket pussy full of plastic explosives and... It'd be the best nut you ever got off. <laughs> 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 oh, look at what just fell out of my pants. It was a big fat cock. So we're GarageCast, and you can check us on Facebook, Stitcher, iTunes, and you can email us, garagecast at yahoo.com. Welcome to the Pod God premiere of Chasing Grito. That's right, I said it. What? Um, that's right, you usually hear my voice on the Evil Teddy Bear podcast. My name is Corey. Um, Chasing Grito is hosted by me and uh, another gentleman by the name of Christopher Downey. If you guys haven't heard of him, uh, he is the guy who made Babylon Begins about uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. And basically, this podcast is ba- is a big smod of love. Um, and uh, it's actually a podcast leading up to the premiere of his new film, Get Greedo. Um, just a big warning, though, guys. Uh, I, towards the end of the, uh, the, uh, the episode, it starts getting a little digital on Chris's end, so, uh, and I had to kind of cut something, cut around some things, so sound may sound a little choppy, maybe not that notice, it's not that noticeable, but, uh, hey, I hope you guys still enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Pod Gods premiere of Chasing Greedo. Dude, the Transformers sucked. Oh, no, they didn't. They were more than meets the eye. <laughs> they could beat the pants off Ranger Danger any day. Yeah, I'll lose sleep wondering whether you're right about that or not. Ow. I thought you weren't even allowed to watch a lot of TV in your house because you're all Christian and shit. Well, as it turns out, cars and trucks that turn into robots aren't really that blasphemous because my pastor says that machines can turn into other machines and it's not a slight against God. Transformers were a total slight against God. And as much as God sent his only begotten son to die on the cross to redeem mankind, and all we did to pay him back was make terrible fucking cartoons like the Transformers. Nice shot. Well, because at Bible Camp, we made this flowchart, which, I mean, I don't know, kind of like proved or whatever that. Okay, so since God created. Since God created man, and man created the Transformers. The Transformers are like a gift from God, Randall. No, sir. They are not a gift from God. They are an unholy curse from the beast we call the Desolate One. 
I don't really want to hear this, Randall. The first of the fallen, the spoiler of virgins, the master of abortions. You know, I don't like to talk about dark forces, Randall. Let me help you, Adioche, Grandma! Grandma, what was it like to be on the holiday side? Late that night, I awoke from my sleep, hearing unknown voices laughing and saying... Chasing Greedo. Welcome to another shot of Chasing Greedo. Um, that's right, we're back. It's been like what, eight years? We're like Batman, been gone for eight years. One of us walking Can with I the cane right now. Just there for for two seconds. What the fuck was that? You, did you just try to do a Scottish accent there? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, my Scottish <laughs> accent is nothing. Is nothing. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Corey. By the way, guys. And I'm Chris, and here we've got a special guest. We've got Brett Murray. Introduce yourself, Brett. Hey, everybody. I'm Brett, and I'm from New Jersey. New Jersey, indeed. Oh, Jersey boy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, long way from home, because yeah, I go to uni with Christopher. So. Yes. Brett, um, Brett is uh, the same uni as he just he, uh, came up to me after I did a presentation, because I'm working, get Greedo into part of my, my course, and expressed interest and said that he went and watched the, uh, the incredibly strange Babylon Begins, which, of course, for anybody listening out there who who's, doesn't know what that is, it's the weirdest film that's ever made. It's the first film, fan film, based um, on a podcast, so we've got that there. Hopefully, Guinness Book of World Records will be knocking at our uh, proverbial door. But yeah, so he went away and watched that, and uh, I've hornswoggled him into to being a part of Get Greedo and any other kind of thing. Um, primarily at the moment, as a dialogue, a dialogue, uh, dialect coach rather, um, and we're going to have him actually appear in the film if he's still up for it. You're still up for it, Brett? Yeah, man. Anything we're, goes. Cool. We're going to tint your hair temporarily so that you can play. Yeah. Ryan Q. Quinn. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. Q. I mean, to be honest, he's definitely my favorite character on on Tell Him Steve Dave because that's how my grandma talks because she's from <laughs> Staten Island. So nice. reduces the homesickness a tiny bit. <laughs> it's annoying though because you know we we finally got someone not only who's American but someone who's from New Jersey and we're making <laughs> you a New Yorker. You know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shoehorning me in anywhere you can, but that's yeah, fine. But I. I so I thought to myself, oh, it's going to be incredible. I was like, who could he play? Because originally Quinn was in the script, but I took him out because yeah. um, he didn't have much to say and we didn't have enough actors. And I thought, God, yeah. I'll put you in there and I'd have you represent with a proper accent. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, Corey, where would you like to start, sir? Um, let's see. Where should we start? First off, I want to say welcome to my fellow Northern, Er, Er, I can't say it right. Thank you. Because um, I'm from New York, and you're right next door to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really neighborly love, you know. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, of course, uh, you're going to be working with Chris. How did uh, did Chris make you do any kind of, like, casting couch? Did he make you sleep with you? Did he make him? Sl- <laughs> did make you sleep with him? So, man, just It's okay no, to tell him. Um, Where did he touch you? No. Well, <laughs> Where did he touch me? He touched my heart. No. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was it, basically because I'm from New Jersey. I had the balls to come up to him in Whitespace, which is the big computer lab, and just suddenly say, yo, Chris. And then he didn't hear me. And then I was like, I walked up to him. I was like, yo, Chris for Downey. And he was all like, oh, uh, yeah. I was all like, hey, man, my name is Brett. I'm from New Jersey, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and then and that that was kind of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like how I really you got with things. To be fair, such a I project. Heard, so. I heard yeah. my name. It's like, what? Who, who's well, that? Sounds like my name. Is yeah. that's Christopher's a common name? And then yeah. I heard it again. I was like, should I turn around and look like a complete and utter twat? Um, <laughs> and then you eventually came up, and I felt worse because, like, Jesus, I just spent like a good five seconds ignoring this yeah. guy. But um, yeah, that was that was cool. A chance meeting. Yeah. As, yeah. As I said, it just because of where I'm from, got raised with the balls to do shit like that. So. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hey, yo! So that, there's, there's, yeah, there's no, it's not really a glorified sort of origin story of any kind. Um, that's how I've met most people is by going, hey, my name is Brett. I'm from New Jersey. You know, <laughs> that's about it. Nice. I have to say, Brett when, you were, Brett, when you were doing your presentation, I was like, wow. Yeah. He's got a voice for, for radio and voiceover. Yeah. Uh, you probably be able to hear it yourselves. Deep, well-enunciated <laughs> American accent. Well-enunciated. <laughs> I write. Um, <laughs> also tainted with in, inordinate amounts of Scottish slang that yeah. pop particularly when I'm drunk. The favorite one, the favorite one that, that people have me say, um, the big one is when I say Mad Shaggin. Um, which I guess for our U.S. listeners just means have a lot of sex. Um, oh, but, Chris would know a but, lot about that. <laughs> oh, I think uh, all of us, all of us do here at Aberté. We're uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a university full of nerds. It's fucking great. Pretty much, it's weird though, um, because you get you get a nerd and a geek, right? Um, now a nerd is. I don't know if it's half and half actually. You look at the uni and you look at the kind of people that go, and especially in our in our department, you know, sort of computer arts and programming and things like that. You get one of two types of people. You get a nerd who usually wears a black t-shirt with some band on it. Bit, He's yeah. greasy, greasy hair. He's either fat as hell or skinny as hell. Skinny as Thanks hell. for describing me, by the way. Ah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I you at all. And he, uh, he talks crap and is uninteresting and is obsessed with Warhammer or something like that. Whereas yep. a geek, geeks look like us. They look normal. Um, yeah, they look normal until they speak and yeah. you realize they're hard to keep up with because they have an area of expertise that you have never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're still cool. They make it cool. They walk around with T-shirts that say, Word to your Mogwai and things like that. Thundercats yeah. T-shirts are all distressed. They don't need the shower. Some of them are metrosexual, you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them use moisturizer. Not naming yep. any names. Moisturize me. Moisturize me. That means they. That means they smell better. Yeah, I use it because I've got a rather dry T zone. So I need oh, right. Yeah. Just figured out what that was recently. Um, I've, we just got a, our first question here. Um, it's not about uh, chasing Greedo. It's not about gay Greedo. It's not about the films or anything like that. But we can all answer this question. Good. Um, to t- talk <laughs> talking about our workouts. If we work out and what little we do to keep fit. <laughs> Good, right? I think we'll have a lots of common ground then because I, I mean, I guess I guess guess go first. Um, I don't do anything. I <laughs> in that, <laughs> I once got in. Yeah, I once got in the habit of trying to do push-ups in the morning to wake me up, and that lasted a month, which I thought was pretty good. That is pretty good. You know what really yeah. shit wakes you up in the morning. Yeah, a swift kick in the testicles. <laughs> that will wake you up in the morning. So, not, well, you, you, you can call. How, how often? How often do you walk? I mean, do you walk to university? I walk everywhere. Because- 
because I mean that's not really because I look for the exercise. It's because I'm poor and I use the exercise as an excuse. Yeah. How about yourself, Corey? What kind of stuff do you like doing? Um, does masturbation count? Um, you know how much energy that burns off for? Um, I don't. I mean, I go for a walk and I'll. Uh, you know, I mean, because I mean, I gotta take the buses and stuff all over the place, basically, and okay. I get, there's a lot of walking. Um, I'm not like uh, I'm, I you know I'm I'm trying to get in shape and pretty much you know I'm kind of I'm a big guy you know pretty much so, but uh, other than that I mean I I pretty much just walk wherever I don't know I I was talking to uh, uh I was talking to Victoria about it before which you know we've uh, uh me and Chris have kind of uh, kind of adopted a new friend or you know, a bit there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Befriended would probably sound a little less. Um, I don't know. You, yeah, <laughs> she would. <laughs> oh, she adopted would. a new friend. Yes, we. <laughs> yes, we've befriended a new friend. Yes, and uh, she. Uh, she does. Uh, what is the workout she's been doing? She said she's doing like a thirty-day straight workout where she's like nothing but like kind of like meat or something. I, I don't know. It's like a mm. what is it? Paleo something. I don't know. And, but it's like she's she well, works out kind of. Was in like eating, eating caveman stuff. Pretty much like deer and Is crap it, yeah. like that. I don't know. She's a she's she's a she's an interesting cat. Um, but like she's she's I already keep telling her that she looks fine, but she's like, no, I need. To, I'm gonna look like a superhero. I'm like, okay. But she's uh, actually the perfect example of a geek. Because oh, oh God, yes. You look at her and you go, nah, she's, she no. doesn't know what fucking Games of Thrones are. You know? Oh my god, she <laughs> yep. does. You look at her, she you nerd all over her. Yeah, your head explodes. You're like, what the fuck? That's a contradiction with legs. <laughs> it's like it does not make sense. Explode. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, so we've got some, some more questions coming no, no, through. No, um, no, 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 no. Wait, your turn. You still my turn? Yes, uh, it's your okay. turn. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry. You know, I'm trying I'm, tr- I'm trying not to derail with with my bullshit. Um, well, I I I, I'm, I, uh, I work out two to three times a week. I got a Muay Thai boxing, um, and we mix in some MMA kind of stuff there on Fridays. And uh, one of my friends, uh, well, should I say his name? Uh, Andy. Fuck it. His name's Andy. We Andy. His name is We Andy. Because there's two Andys. There's Big Andy, he's aka Big Al. Because somebody misheard his name one day and called him Al. So uh, we've got Big Al um, and Wee Andy. Uh, Wee Andy's been doing it for years. I think he's been doing it for about five years. He's pretty proficient. So he took the class today. Today we did circuits. So we did a minute crunches, a minute on the bag, a minute skipping, a minute um, dips where you put your hand on the side of a table and lower yourself down. Uh, Then we did uh, conditioning, which is where you have to condition your bones. So you have to kick things and be punched in the stomach. Um, which we'll obviously do every week. Until Dude, what the fuck take- are you doing? <laughs> I have a stomachache already. Like Jesus. I was like, I know you're trying. I know you're trying to get in shape for the uh, for the new eight ball roll, but damn. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it, it, it doesn't. It's not actually. That's not the hardest part. The hardest part is the um, the circuits. <laughs> Uh, I want uh, <laughs> to fuck. I don't know. Um, oh yeah, we do bicep curls. There's another one and stuff. Oh, we do planking. Have you ever done planking? <laughs> like the um, like the highway yeah. thing, or like the uh, you just lay somewhere for no reason. No, it's not quite as simple as that. What you do is you no. raise yourself up on your elbows on the ground, and then you lift yourself up on your feet, and you have to stay there. So you have to support your whole weight like you're doing a push up from your elbows. It's grueling. It's a bastard. 
We did it for a minute, and you shake after 15 seconds. You have <laughs> the to kind of praise is a lot more fun of flanking. I fucking than, hate than it. That. I, I hate it and I love it. It's fucking horrible. Anyway, moving on from that bullshit. <laughs> Um, I, st- I, st- I will say this: I still don't look as good as you two guys. You know, I don't oh. have I don't have my thing going. Um, so fuck that. Anyway, um, okay. So we've been just been asked our thoughts on Clerks Three by the lovely Victoria. Go. Um, okay, let me start with this one because I kind of want to talk about this. My thoughts: I did a blog post um, about you know this a little bit on my blog, uh, Clerks Three, and. Actually, it's about kind of on Clerks 3 and Hit Somebody, but I think the Hit Somebody thing miniseries would work a lot better, definitely, just getting that out there real quick. Clerks 3. I like the idea of him ending with Clerks 3 because, I mean, it's kind of like just co- like coming full circle a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if like I don't know if you guys listened to the new Hollywood Babylon yet. I haven't, but I saw that they're basically talking about... Um, like Clark Street in the history thus far. Yes. Um. Well, I mean, I don't want to give it away or anything because I'll let you guys, unless you guys don't mind. Oh, I'd rather hear it. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. On the, uh, um. Let's just say there's a lot of. There's just let's just say there's a lot of things that need to be worked out before Clerks Three happens. Clerks oh yeah, 3. yeah. And I mean, I know that they have to. The, the main factor is getting past Brian. I know Brian doesn't want to be an actor anymore, and, and it was difficult enough getting him involved. No, no, in Clark. no, no, Jeff. No. Jeff. Jeff, sorry, that's what I meant. Fuck. I don't know why I'm talking it's about. Like you oh, talked right, to the okay. dude. <laughs> you know he's... Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I did. I, fuck, I even asked him that question. Uh, if if he'd do Clerks 3 and he said yes, what the fuck is wrong with me? Anyway, so... <laughs> so, uh, what... what, what uh, can you even thoughts on Clerks 3? Sorry, my bad for derailing that. Oh, me? Everybody. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm done with my answer. Yeah, you continue. You continue your thing, Corey. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm done with my answer. I, I pretty much said it, but I mean, I, I oh, like the okay. I like okay. the uh, <laughs> I like the idea of Clerks Three basically, and I like the idea of you know that now he has all these uh you know he has a lot of people he can use like he can use Ralph Garman in it if he wants to to do something. I'm just wondering though if he'll bring Walt into it, and how many roles will Walt play? Yeah, I mean, he only played the one in Clerks 2, didn't he? The very yeah. end. Pack of cigarettes guy again. Yeah, um, pretty much. I like the idea. I mean, the first two were all about Dante's love life, and this one's about Randall's love life. Oh, okay. So, um, I, I, I I have no idea what kind of fucked up girl. Maybe it's a guy. You know, he's... he's he... <laughs> it's Elias. It's Elias. <laughs> <laughs> He's hard. That's another thing. Elias would have to be in it. I mean, he's so good. That was another question I brought up on my blog was, uh, do you think Rosario Dawson and uh, what's his name? Trevor would come back. I forgot his last name. Is it Furman or something? Yes, I forgot. I forgot his last name. But I mean, that's who I I brought. That was one of my questions that is like, okay, so I mean, I mean, he might come back. But Rosario, you know, she was supposed to be in Zack and Mary. And then she was like, "Eh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, well, to be fair, you know, he fucks everything up with his last two girls. Maybe he's fucked things up with her as well. Or maybe she's on vacation for the film. They have a child together. Yeah, he. Yeah, she's on vacation, though, you know, and he's looking after the kid. It's all about uh, Randall, anyway. And would Jane Silent Bob be in it? You know, 40-year-old Jane Silent Bob. 
Probably. I hope so. Yeah. Ralph Garman, uh, what, what, who could he play? Fucking, uh, who knows? I could see him being, maybe I could see it like this. The, uh, this quick stop is getting foreclosed on or something like that, and they got to try to save it. Ah, they've done that, though. That's a moot point. That's, that's been done. It, uh, maybe the, they're expanding. Why not something happier? Yeah, maybe okay. Actually, if we run with that, then like, then like, there's a second quick stop that opens up. They expand, uh-huh. and then suddenly they discover like the next generation of Jay and Silent Bob are hanging outside. You know? Yeah, like, that's good. Open, open, whatnot. And they realize that they've been usurped by a long, a younger generation, which would be kind of cool because that's an interesting kind of. Uh oh. No, no. Can you guys hear me okay? So I'm losing you. So I think I'll be an interesting kind of follow-up from there. That's what I would like to see anyway. Yeah. Um, I definitely want him to do, you know, to definitely to keep the kind of the very gritty stoner homegrown comedy that made the first couple of his movies so uh, close to my heart, especially. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he'll do a great job with it, no matter what happens. I'm looking forward to it. That's all I can say. Yeah. So. Have we, Cody? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I mean, yeah, it cool. just it kind of cool. went silent for a bit there, and I think it's on my yeah. end. Yeah, because I was like, I still here, Brett. Um, yeah, that, that, that'd, be a, that'd be an awesome idea. Um, and and yeah, I mean, Kevin's the one with the ideas. He, he might mm-hmm. have the same as us, you know. And if yeah. he does, <laughs> that means we get to say great minds think alike. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Got a couple more questions here. Um, I'll pick the sort of best ones. Uh, okay, here we'll, we'll run through some of the quicker ones. Uh, boxers or briefs, guys? Uh, boxers, please. Um, what are these boxers and briefs again? You don't wear underwear, do you? Um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. You animals! <laughs> <laughs> Is that just one more thing to get in the way? Is that why you don't wear it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, what? <laughs> I guess, okay, granted, like, we live so far north, it gets, it's a shit ton colder than here. You get as many layers as you can fucking grab before you walk out the house. Like, yeah, you know, it's so. nuts. Although, to be fair, when I went to, to training today, I wore my uh, boxing shorts in the freezing <laughs> fucking cold. Man. Cool, right, let's move on. We got through that one. Uh, Okay, uh, we can apply this to, I think, all three of us, because we've all had experience with filmmaking. After a long day of filming, how do you relax, guys? Corey goes first. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't have as much filmmaking experience as you guys, but, like, usually when we're done setting up anything or, you know, done filming or whatever, I usually just hop back on a computer, you know, watch a movie or whatever, um, the last, let's see, last time I filmed something, we pretty much just, we went out drinking afterwards, pretty much, because it was brutal. God. Just, that's, a, that's a good answer. Yeah, we just got really <laughs> fucked up. That's pretty much it. Yeah. How about you, Brett? Do tell. Um, generally, I haven't done a lot of film-related stuff since screwing around as a teenager, so if I can reinterpret the question to sort of sort of stage productions which I've done a f- I've done enough of sure um, drinking is always an excellent excellent decision um, 
you know, some of it's about caste bonding as well. So, you know, kind of people get drunk, they, you know, they behave, uh, you know, the drunk man says what the sober man thing. Yeah, Bejeweled, Bejeweled 3 on Steam nice. is one of the greatest games of all time. Um, it's not the greatest. I don't know what it is yet, but, uh, but you know, it's certainly one of the greatest. And I drink a lot of tea. Tea is wonderful for a range of purposes. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, what do I do after a film? I yeah. edit. I go into the editing room and I edit. <laughs> and then I edit to the point where my eyes are so dry I have to take my contact lenses out. I'm not able to look at anything mm-hmm. for 16 hours. So it's a t- complete and total waste of time. Although sometimes I edit through the night, get four hours sleep, wake up, film some more, moan in my head, because I never moan in front of the actors. I moan in my head going, oh my God, I'm so tired for about half an hour. And then the magic starts happening and everyone starts getting into it. Because everybody we work with, norm- normally nine times out of ten, it's Mark and Jack who play uh, Kevin and Ralph. Um Hi. We do have we do have um, Jack in Get Greedo, but not so much. It's it's more Chris Bain who's playing uh, Muse, but nobody ever mm-hmm. moans. So it's it's so difficult to not be in a good mood when you film with those guys. So yeah. sometimes we just sit down after we film um, and just you know drink, eat, and talk shite, which is probably yep. better for the soul than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah, there we go. That's another question in the bag. Okay, let's just scrub that. We'll get through these, and then we can just start going off in odd directions. Uh, okay, again, you can mis- you can misinterpret, reinterpret this all you like. Um, uh, which of your characters that you've either played, invented, or adapted? I know you've adapted a good few characters, Mister Baggy Pants. Um, would you say you most identify with? Hmm. And we'll direct this first at Corey. And then Brett, oh, and then I'll go yeah, last. Give me some time to think. That's a good one. Um, let's see. Who do I really ident- identify with? I mean, I I don't. I I guess baggy pants a little bit because I do like to help people. Um. Uh, and like I'm, I like I like to like I like to, and I mean baggy pants. You know, the character himself has a good heart, and that's pretty much all he he was there for to to kind of help the guy. But I mean, I also kind of identify with my, uh, uh, with the, uh, my newscaster character for, uh, apocalypse, uh, today. Uh-huh. And for that one, I kind of identified because I mean, it's I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's something I kind of like doing. Like I like doing the whole interview thing. I like doing the whole sit down kind of getting to know kind of, people yeah, kind of thing too. I, 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 I love that kind of thing so I mean those are I mean other than that I mean unless you want me to say something about whatever play character I've played like way back in high school or something like that I can't give you a good answer sure, sure. Um, go nuts alright uh, well I did play uh, an auditioner uh, pirate king and a bodyguard in uh, Copacabana a while, like cool. way, way a while back, and the only reason why I did that is because I wanted to get my acting chops kind of going. Um, and I, I guess I would, I uh, kind of, like I kind of, what I did was basically kind of put all those characters together. So I'm a bodyguard by you know day or whatever, but at night I sing at the Copacabana. Um, I auditioned there, but didn't get the role that I wanted, so I'm stuck 
as the Pirate King role, the crappy Pirate King role. So. Cool. And do you relate with that character? <laughs> um, do I? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Um, just to the point where it's like I've been to auditions before and gotten, you know, crapped on or whatever a bit or booed or something. Oh. But that's whatever. You take it in your stride, man, you know. Yeah. That's how you improve. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about yourself, Brett? Character you um, identify with that you've played? I, um, again, if I can reinterpret this, uh, one thing that I think I might have mentioned in pass, in passing to you, uh, Christopher, is that I wrote, I wrote a novel a little while oh, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was this big sci-fi thing that I, it was for National Novel Writing Month, and it was a big sci-fi thing that I had no clue what I was doing with it. Um, but my favorite character on that was essentially a slightly more, um, older version of myself just because he was the captain and i liked kind of thinking okay if i were the captain you know how would i run things and stuff so interpreting how to run a group of people who are all living on a spaceship and they're all in very close proximity and they all try they're all wanting to shag the shit out of each other stab each other in the back kind of like (laughs) you know dealing dealing with these conflicts um but in a in a sense you know as a sort of a, a creator of any kind of material between anything that i've done you know from sort of playing games as a little kid of any kind to any material I've created for uni coursework or, you know, just for, for fun or whatever. Um, I think every character that you create has to represent an aspect of yourself, whether it's exaggerated or whether it's very sort of, you know, realistic, very sort of true to your inner character. Either way, you know, you sort of draw on aspects that are yourself. But I'd say the one that is most realistic to my character was probably um, him. His name was... Ethan Shapiro, and he was captain of a ship that I forgot because I wrote it such a long time ago. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you, um, are you familiar with The Picture of Dorian Gray by uh, Oscar Wilde? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Oscar Wilde wrote The Picture of the Dorian Gray uh, with three characters. There was Dorian, there was Basil, and there was... Mm-hmm. What was the other character? Henry, right? <laughs> he, each character represented three different views. One was how he saw himself... One mm-hmm. was how he, other people saw him, and the other one was how he would like other people to see him. And Dorian was the the, the, the epitome of how you wanted people to see him. Obviously, yeah. he didn't. He wasn't a good-looking man, in my opinion. If you've seen Dor- <laughs> if you've seen Orson Welles, he's a strange-looking bloke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so um, it's kind of good to do something like that. I mean, if the greats mm-hmm. can do it, then why can't we? Yeah. Yep. Character I most identify with, uh, Kevin probably. Uh, because I'll we'll keep it sort of uh, on topic. Doing a doing a, doing Greedo and a, a right Kevin. I can I, f- I feel I can sort of write Kevin the way he speaks because I don't know what you guys' opinions are on, on the way I've written Kevin thus far. But um, I feel that I can I can write how he speaks. Mm. I can use his vernacular and his vocabulary relatively well because I listen to him every day. I've got all of his movies, and fair enough, he doesn't speak in them, but in special features he does. Um, so I, I feel that... Features. Say again? So he speaks a lot in those fucking features. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, and then obviously the evening widths as well. Um, so I, I, th- I, and I think he's kind of similar to me to an extent, so that's probably the character um, that I, I most identify with. Yeah, I... I yeah, I'd, I'd give you that, yeah. Yeah, I kind of... Uh, I kind of side with Chris on that one a little bit too but mine is more not film wise but more podcasting wise I can kind of relate to him that way um, mm. 
<clears throat> because I mean, I like doing a podcast. I like sitting down. I like I like going back listening to the you know podcast. I've listened to these chasing Greedos about a couple times now, over and over again, and um, just to, you know just to kind of have a laugh a bit. But I mean, I kind of uh, like the. But like I kind of agree with uh, I kind of agree with Chris that he's kind of a little bit with the uh, Kevin Kevin thing because he's got that he's got that drive a little bit like Kevin Smith does a little bit. Me. Oh no 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 no. Let me stop you there. No, like I, I wouldn't say that I'm any, anything like the real Kevin. But with regards to characters, when I write Kevin, I'd probably say I most yeah, but, identify. Yeah, but he's yeah. still like you're, he's a character. But I mean in your movie and whatever, but he's still kind of a real person. I mean, just like someone, just like someone writing Malcolm X, he was a character in that movie, but he was a real person. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. so yeah. it's all a big one loop. Fair enough. <laughs> I think on a, on, a, on, a, <laughs> on a tangent from that, being from New Jersey, there are uh, three, there, there are three classifications of people who you meet who know things about Jersey. Um, there's your sort of layman person their knowledge of new jersey goes as far as oh that's where jersey shore is filmed which yes. is that's people who you want to avoid um or punch then <laughs> yeah that too um then you get the people who are cool and they say oh new jersey that's where bruce springsteen bon jovi sort of you know uh george Clinton in the Parliament Funkadelic kind of oh that's where such and such are from you know um and then the people who are essentially my people are the people who are like oh like Kevin Smith movies yeah, yeah. that's it so there's the three kind of people that being from New Jersey that that people will identify you as is either being from the Jersey Shore being a fan of Bon Jovi or <laughs> being in a Kevin Smith movie so yeah. <laughs> yep cool cool let's just strike that one uh Okay, so here's a question from someone new. Um, <laughs> they're asking me when Gag Rito is out. The answer is early 2013. Um, I'm not, I don't know when exactly. We're still editing, but there's no special effects. Uh, they're just editing, then we're going to be doing the sound process, then possibly some scoring. I know Corey's seen the first minute of of Chase of Get Greedo. Fuck, tying myself a knots here. Um, and he thought that the opening was quite. What was it you said? It was it was it was it was kind of tense because there was no music. No, I saw the bloopers. I never watched the opening. Yeah, you did. I sent it to you. Remember, I did. I sent you the first minute. It's. it's I'll not. I'll not explain what happens in it, but. Do you not remember the first minute I sent you? Uh-uh. I don't even remember. What email did you send it to me? I have no idea. Oh, sh- who did you send it to, dude? You. You watched it. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Was I high or something? Fuck. Probably. I don't know. You must have been if you can't fucking remember it. Jeez. Um... <laughs> Right, okay, anyway, so... um, That's why he gave such a weird description, like, I don't know, man, it was was getting pretty tense. Yeah, no, no, you said that it was kind of tense because there was no music in it. The first, the opening uh, sequence, just before the credits, the first minute, is uh, sort of sets up everything. Um, So we'll probably put some music in there. I know we've got a theme tune that's currently getting mixed. Yeah. It's called Moves. And for people that are not the initiated will know that um, Moves is the nickname that uh, Jason gave to Kevin. Because prior to Jason Mews losing his virginity, Kevin Smith had all the moves. And he was the one that uh, that, that had his moves with the ladies. So uh, he called him Moves, which is redundant now considering you know uh, all the notches on 
Muse's non-existent notch-filled uh, bedpost. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's basically it's, it's, it's as if Jason Muse is singing about how he feels for what you know is essentially Kevin Smith and everything he's done. Yes, and how's the production going? The production is going nowhere as we speak, but um, we have scheduled the final day of filming, which will take place after Christmas. Uh, as it's part of my uni course now, I'm getting my arson gear, a.k.a. ass, um, and we're going to be filming a lot of stuff in a comic book store with Brett, hopefully. Mm. So there which, we go. Which comic, which comic book store, can I ask? Uh, we're going to, uh, as I told you, we're going to be have, having to go back, back to wonderful Edinburgh, which is where I was born right. and bred. Um, no worries. And we're going to be filming in a comic book store called Deadhead Comics, and they've been very accommodating because we've had to cancel about two or three times <laughs> because of lost equipment, flooding, <laughs> actors who've yeah. got like 19 different jobs and have got things mixed up and blah, blah, blah. Um, so hopefully they're going to let us eventually film there. We're going to be filming there one Sunday, and it's just going to be a, a, a shit ton of dialogues. But that shouldn't be a problem for the machine known as uh, Mark Frost and Chris Bain, because they just sit down, look at the page. In fact, I've got a photograph on Twitter, um, and it's just them lying on their backs on the spare bedroom with their wigs off, and they're looking at the, the script, and they're going over it. Seconds later, we're in the set. They hammered it all out in one take. They are <laughs> masters. They really are good at it, and they kind of work work well. With, I mean, Mark was really good at it, um, but now he's with with Chris. It's, it's even it's, it's even better. And and if, as soon as we get Jack in there, it's going to be insane. We're going to be making films, you know, that are like fifteen minutes long in a single day, as long as there's no yeah. action sequences involving dildos. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's going well. It's nearly done. I now have part. It's part of my. Uh, my uni course, which means that I can now sit and edit it and call that studying. So there we go. Ah, yeah. Let me just, nice. Let me nice. just cross that one off. Yeah. Be quick. I think we've got maybe one more here. Uh, let's try and get one that can apply to us all. Fuck it. Let's just jump into the stream and just randomly talk about uh, whatever. Oh, I will address one thing. Um, as a friend of mine, uh, her name is, uh, uh, well, they've got Victoria as well, um, but Alida, a friend of mine, says that I dull my Scottish accent down when I'm doing promos or when I'm doing podcasts. <laughs> so I don't know if you've noticed, Corey, but I'm actually doing my full flat out normal accent, so tell, tell, as to appease her. Tell her I said this. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. As long as the content gets out there, it's good. No. I don't know. I just I, I don't know why I did that. I, like, because I, she I, wants always... to get off on you, dude. No, I'm kidding. She does. She does. Oh, she does. Right. <laughs> and watch when oh, she no, when no, she no. listens to this. She's, no, not her. <laughs> not Victoria. I thought you were talking about Alida, my friend. Um, no, I'm talking about Victoria. <laughs> Victoria likes the Scottish accent, so yeah. Uh, yeah I've, I, oh, I've heard some things, dude. Find, You've heard something, something I find some right. Cool. Being, having an American accent, having also such a prominent American accent. Hold on a second, hold on a second, Brett. Oh, I. You're American. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're both white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scottish, so I'm blue, sir. I look more like a, a Navi from right. the planet Pandora. All right, just don't be taking your tree thing, hugging thing out of your ponytail How or whatever. <laughs> That's like our Holocaust. How dare you? Mating with uh, trees and shit. 
what's like our holocaust for, for a scottish person or a navi the the, the tree that gets torn down in avatar <laughs> right i didn't get that all right that's uh, that's true you don't you don't fuck with that shit <laughs> anyway sorry you were saying brett I, I fucked with you in the middle of the floor you were saying about having a thick uh, american accent um, right like instantly having a foreign accent right it's supposed to it's supposed to appeal to women right but the women that my accent appeals to is like middle-aged housewives and shit like if you ever need someone to like impress sort of someone's mom like i'm the go-to guy because apparently like my voice, my mannerisms when I'm around parents, just completely, just middle-aged women just go ballistic for it, um, which which works quite well because um, my job, I work up at the Tesco call center and I do sort of outgoing survey calls to these bored housewives. And so they're like, oh, you have a nice accent, you know, have a bit of chat with them. And then I'm like, would you like to do the survey? And they're like, well, now that I've talked to you for 20 minutes, I may as well. So nice. <laughs> makes my job easier. Chicks our age, uh, not so Yes and no. Uh, nobody really listens to my voice, so it's not really important. I, 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 I doubt your voice is important, sir. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to think that I, I blend in on paper and <laughs> visually until I open my fucking mouth. Um, because like, because my last name's Murray, right? That's a Scottish last yeah. name. It clearly blend in on paper. Yeah. I'd like to think. Uh, a lot of people say, "Oh, Brett. Oh my God, that's such an American last name, man." Yeah. And I want, I can what it means like and they're like nah I'm like it means it's from Britain <laughs> yeah. okay well how about, how about how about we play the accent game all three of us okay we nice. pitch an accent to one another and we have to do it no matter what no matter how bad it is god damn it oh yeah man I'm up for this shit let's do yes. it yes okay um, I'll go first and I'll pitch it to Corey Corey I want you to do an Irish accent go yeah. Top in the morning, do you? No. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> oh, no. oh dear. I know. Uh, hold on. Um, don't forget to find your lucky germs. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have to pitch one to one of us now. Um, I want to hear Scottish guy do an Asian accent, Chris. What kind of Asian accent and which part of Asia? Jap- ja- Japanese. Oh, I can do a Japanese. It's uh, hopefully it's not a racist, but um, no, we can be racist on this show as much as much I as can't really. My favorite movie. I kill you with a massive knife, and then you die. It's like you die. You dye your hair. <laughs> I'll kill you. It's like no, no. I don't want the cat in my food. <laughs> That's my people. You sorry. How do you, sir? This is my people. You talk about. Okay. So if we've got one listener and that person happens to be Japanese, I apologize. No, they won't mind. And that if it's like this is going to be on a, uh, uh, actually some breaking news. This might be on a Pod Gods Network soon. Oh shit! Ooh. Nice. But Holy. But the catch is we'll have to do this at least every two weeks. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, Brett, I'm going to pose to you an accent. Um, let me see here. Can you do a Canadian accent? Um, <laughs> kind of. The thing is, I've literally never met a Canadian. Um, That's fine. As long as you don't so, go, hey, buddy. Thank hey, you, buddy. Have you, have you heard, hey, you've heard Scott Mosier talk, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's so, basically kind of a little bit of a Canadian. Oh, actually, fuck that. Tell a lie. I actually had a Canadian art uh, Canadian art teacher back in high school, and she was. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where she was from, but she talked a lot like this. So she's sort of coming to the classroom in the morning and be like, "Oh, Brad, I saw your painting the other day, and I, I thought it was quite nice. So the way the colors sort of run together down the bottom, like sort of." Oh, it's good. It's turning into a little farmer, but you know, so that's how she would talk. <laughs> it so I'd be off, like, it started off really good. Yeah, started, I, yeah. I don't know if you guys listened to uh, to Feeb before Four Eyes and Beard. Yeah, I've listened to Feeb. Yeah. They have a thing. No. Oh, they have a thing on there uh, where it's the Canadian sniper. Canadian sniper. Yeah, when it's like, take the shot, eh? And then it's like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I can't talk. I mean, I, I, I avoided that show for some reason. Um, I just didn't like the look of the, the graphic. Which is ironic, because it's a great graphic. I, um, I avoided it for so long. It's Scott Mosier and what's the other guy's name? Matt Mira. Matt Myra. Matt Myra, yeah. Um, and I listened to it, and it's just, it's brilliant. It's it's just as good as, like, Smodcast and stuff like that. It's obviously, I think it's Scott's only other podcast, and it's only recently come out in the last, like, four months or something like that. It's a good laugh, because they, they talk drivel just like you know kevin and, and oh, granted they don't go into like laughing fits like kevin does yeah <laughs> well okay here's what happened okay here's how kevin kind of put it he's like on smodcast kevin mm. is kind of like the sit back kind of guy or whatever like he'll talk or whatever but like scott will be like the smart you know smart giving out information kind of guy yeah. on phoebe <laughs> it's the other way around yeah on Phoebe, yes it's yeah. the other way around on phoebe <laughs> Okay, so accent number two, um, Corey. Uh, let me see. Uh, Australian. Like All you the, have to do is say the size of a tangerine. <clears throat> I know. No, like the size of a tangerine. All you got to do, the size of a tangerine. I can't do it. I can't do Cockney. Um, no. <laughs> it's like... Cockney, that's pretty bad. Oh, I know. Um... It was like, I was sitting there one day at the, uh, in this Italian little bar. I see Bruce Wayne sitting there. And no, uh, it sounds way British more than, uh. Well, it was, it was. A that's, that's, so. that's the Ron Weasley impersonation from, from Smogcast. That's <laughs> so I was sitting there. <laughs> what about you, Brad? You do a Cockney accent. Um, oh, Cockney, right. So we're talking. Cockney, yeah. Um, okay, let me think, let me think. What's good to say in a Cockney accent? Fuck off. Fuck off? Are you shitting me? I was all like, hello, up the bum, sort of, round the pub the other night with me, mates. You know, <laughs> football's on. I'm all like, fuck off. I'm having another drink. And fucking me missus walks in the door, and I'm all like, fuck you, bitch. What's the polite gentleman? That was good. That was really good. You know what I found? I found... I'm flattering the other day. I somewhere I found a, I found an article online that said people who are found to swear proficiently are more intelligent. I was just like, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. No, um, can you guys? How can how good is your Muse impression as doing a Cockney voice? Muse doing a Cockney voice. Yes. Hello, <laughs> hello, puppet. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, muppet. Hello, puppet. <laughs> hello, Poppet. Hello, hello, Poppet. 
Sticky wicky finger in the trifle. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> creepy. Don't do that. <laughs> Has, have you guys ever seen um, the Mighty Bush? Yeah. Yeah, um, like on Adult Swim over here a little bit. There's a character in that called the Hitcher, and his, his voice is just amazing. Because he kind of is, his voice constantly sounds like he's laughing. Hello <laughs> oh, there, lovely. <laughs> Why? Is that you coming down the pub, me lovely? I'll cut you with a knife. I'll cut you with a spoon. It's like he sounds so joyful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then he pisses in your face. <laughs> I haven't, I clearly haven't watched enough of that program. It's literally an episode where one of the other characters, uh, Howard, is talking, and the hitcher is called, just takes his dick out and starts pissing in his face, standing up. And he's so afraid he doesn't even do anything about it. <laughs> very, very funny. It's like I was sitting there and he started peeing on me. I couldn't move. Well, what was I supposed to do? Yeah, right. It's funny because Vince comes in later on and he's like, as a Cockney man came, I pissed in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Everybody go watch it. The Mighty Bush, BBC, three series, and there's a couple of stand ups as well. Cool. Um, well, any thoughts on what direction we should take this? I, I could keep going on the accents. One of the first things nice. to get things to get things out of the road. One of the first things that people ask me is, oh, well, one of the things people used to ask me um, was, "How's your Scottish accent?" And um, it actually recently came to fruition because somehow I got roped into playing Joseph in the local nativity. Um, and because it's local nativity, everyone else in the fucking play is Scottish. So I had to quickly affect a Dundonian accent. Nice. So I did all right. Um, and it sort of sounds a little bit as follows. Let me just sort of... <clears throat> so excited. Just pretend I've just stabbed someone and <laughs> down to Passy and, and a can of Stella. Um, <clears throat> and I, uh, is that Christopher? Christopher, you all right, man? I've not seen you in fucking, fucking yonks, man. You've been all right. <laughs> is that Corey? Is that no, your mate, Corey? Corey, I've heard you on the on on that that podcast. Like, is that that's fucking great, crack, man? Fucking, you know, Ken, what we gotta do? Like, we gotta get you down the pub, Corey. Fucking get you out, fucking pulling the birds and that. Like, we'll take you away to fucking underground for the night, man. We'll get you fucked. It'll be grand, mate. That is very, very impressive. Can you do a Ned or, or a Chav, as they're called elsewhere? Hey, all right, man. Fuck Aww. you. Look at you, you dober. Oh, see you. That'll be right. <laughs> very Sounds more Mexican. <laughs> Sounds more Mexican. No, oh, man. No, that's, that's, that's pretty. That's on the ball. That's in pretty good. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else got any other question, uh, um, accent requests? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I mean... I didn't really do an accent. I had to change my voice for that. Uh, well, not even it wasn't even really changing that voice, but for that Mario thing you were doing. Oh yeah, yeah. I had uh, to. I had to kind of just get my voice go down a little bit because my voice. I don't really. I'm not really good at changing my voice that much. But I had to. I had to talk like this a little bit for the. Uh, for the role. That was that, good. Yeah. Even just that right there was good. Yeah, you're playing Toad. Yes. In the Super Mario oh, Bros. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, we're doing a prequel to Super Mario Bros. set just before the video game starts. Yeah, okay. which, cool. oh my god, I wish I could tell you on air right now, but I can't. You can cut out. You're going to edit this anyway. So. I know. Um, just hold on, put a little space there. 
Okay, good. We're good. We're good. Okay. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Or, or what movies have you guys seen lately? I saw Skyfall uh, last week. Let the sky fall. <laughs> Did you guys see my Skyfall video? <laughs> you sent me no, that video when you I first posted it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had anything to do with anything to do with Skyfall. <laughs> It was pretty good Obviously. though. It was a very, it was a very. I have to say, it rounded out very nicely. That's all I gotta say about it. Cool. I saw yesterday. I went to see Nativity Two: Danger in the Manger. That's the one with David Tennant, right? <laughs> yes, and the film was dog shit. But um, David Tennant was great, and he plays two yeah. roles. In one of them, he plays, and I was happy he's Scottish in it. He plays um, just regular David Tennant, and he speaks kind of similar to the way I'm speaking just now. Then yeah. he plays his. Um, classically trained composer brother and he kind of speaks like this hello my name is david tennant would you like to come around to my house for some biscotti yeah it's a very sort of pronounced well have you been to edinburgh castle edinburgh castle i've been there it's fabulous isn't it tea and biscuits um (laughs) only for the banter (laughs) for the banter indeed it sounds honestly see if you make the the person like 40 years older it's like a, a person from morningside in edinburgh like an old woman <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I saw D- uh, Danger in the Manger. Um, yeah, whatever. I like David Tennant. I'll see anything with him in it. I'm a twat, but I am going to the cinema tomorrow. Oh really? For yes. the banter? Not it, it is for the banner actually. There's a Christmas film showing tomorrow. Uh, I think it's just tomorrow. It's a one-off screening of, of Gremlins. Are you? Oh, oh yeah, I love that movie. Um, nice. I don't know if I showed you this picture, Chris, but uh, right down the street from where I live, um, outside of a sports bar, or I guess a pub you would call over there or whatever, uh-huh. um, <laughs> there is someone made this model, uh, not gremlin, but mogwai. And it's kind of it's kind of tall. I mean, you think of mogwai, you see a mogwai, you say, oh, a little cute Furby looking thing. Um, but like I, I posted the picture on I think on Facebook or whatever Twitter maybe Instagram, but it's it's literally the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It's so amazing <laughs> that it's so creepy. It just looks like it's looking at you a bit too. Sexy. Well, uh, speaking of Mogwai, I have this always sitting at my desk. That's right. I've got a full size gizmo. That, don't, uh, sings. don't get it. Don't get it wet, or don't come on it because you don't know what the fuck's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I spat all over. Oh it. my god. Surely on the internet that exists. Mogwai sex dolls. Yeah. I, uh, I can also. Uh, I got another toy because, uh, like I said, I'm a geek, a closet nerd, you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got this when I was out with my friend Dawn and we went to, to Asda. It's one of the rituals that we have when she comes around. Uh, we go, we go to, to Asda ridiculous times in the morning, which are now owned by a Walmart, so you know, mm. where I'm coming from. It's kind of like Walmart, but tiny. Um, I bought and, the sword... Sorry? Sir, it's nicer than a Walmart ever was. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it is the Sword of Omens um, from Thundercats. I had this toy as a child, but it didn't transform like this one. I'm going to put it on, and I want you to listen. Okay. Um, firstly, you just flick a button, and the sides come down. It lights up. And if you go like this... My gosh. Did you just put your arm up? 
yeah, of course. I'll <laughs> be done. So, uh, yeah, that's me done with my, my toys. I do also have two Kevin Smith figures on each side of my DVD rack, but we'll not go into that because we already know what's the, the deal with that. Cool. Uh, this podcast is just just going well right now, isn't it? <laughs> It is. We've got we've got uh, we've got accents. We've got questions. We've got yep. uh, random tangents, and we've got uh, toy reviews as well. So yes. toy reviews, yeah. All right, yeah, all right. Real quick. Um, oh no, we're talking about movies. We're talking about movies. Oh yeah, yeah we yeah, were movies. talking about movies. Uh, I was, yeah, was going to say I had a I had one tangent. Um, one of one of my favorite movies so far this year, and I haven't seen a lot because it's a long walk to the cinema when you live in Dundee, which is yeah. shit crack. But you know. Um, one of the ones that I did get to see, however, was Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I saw, I saw, and it was okay. Um, David Tennant <laughs> in that as well. Um, no, that was okay. But what I also saw was um, The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. I think I think it's a phenomenal movie. Um, I think it's it's. I mean, I know I'm not. It's not a popular opinion, but I think it was better than than the other two. Yes. Um, I was. I would say it's up there um, as being yeah, good. I definitely think so. Um, one of the recent one of the recent videos that's been around. Um, I don't know, you guys will have to put up a link to it or something. It's called um, Bane Outtakes. Wow, really? Um, yeah, it's it's something they've taken. Um, they've taken they've taken different scenes from the movie and they've really talentedly overdubbed it. So they've changed the sort of changed everything that he says um, in the. In tiny little scenes. So there's one where when they're in the office, I can do spoilers now because it's been like six months or whatever. Everyone's yeah. that shit. You know. Fuck spoilers. Um, <laughs> it's the one, <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Um, it's that one scene when like he breaks the guy's neck in the office or whatever. Like he's changed the he's they've changed the audio and like Bane's talking about like um, talking about not getting enough fiber in your diet and just as he breaks his neck, he's like, "Do you want to see what happens when you don't get fiber in your diet?" And then breaks the guy's neck. <laughs> stuff like when he's in the, he's in the stock exchange and he's like, "How long would it take to get a pack of fresh organic strawberries?" And the guy says, eight minutes." Like in terms of how long, it, you know, yeah. realistically, how long it's going to take to upload it? And he's like, "Let's mobilize." The strawberries keeps coming on. The best part is. Um, when when Catwoman jumps, she jumps in the in the Batcopter, whatever it's called. Batcopter will do. Um, and she's like, my mom always said me not, to, you know, not to get into cars with strange men. And they have Batman going, this isn't a car. And suddenly the Mortal Kombat theme comes on. <laughs> as they- <laughs> well, uh, I'm definitely going to check this out. Listen to this. You hear that? What is yeah, that? that is my Dark Knight Rises Blu-ray. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. This shit. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna just actually cue that up just now. Yeah. I was Please. just looking at the I- uh, IMDb page, but I think I'm done now. Uh, YouTube. Okay. Maybe you, Corey. Any any other, other films that you've seen? <clears throat> Quite recently. YouTube. Now the internet. Huh? Just in general. I mean, you could have. Like for instance, I downloaded a movie through iTunes that I've never seen before, um, and I wanted to see called Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't watched it yet. Um, actually, uh, after Skyfall, I've been kind of watching some of the old Bond movies. I probably I just got done watching Thunderball, um, uh, which was uh, I was I mean they're okay, you know. I mean they're kind of yeah. old, me so I mean I'm still kind of like eh, 
you know, a little bit. And that, like, the yeah. Michael was today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fell asleep through, during a Thunderball about twice already. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard not to, you know. It's just, it's just what old movies do. I tried to watch... Um, not Casablanca, the other one. Uh, the Maltese Falcon the other day, because one of the one of the projects for for uni, I'm basically writing a noir script, sort of like L.A. noir, but it's an interrogation scene using a dialogue uh, structure that we've come up with. Um, so I'm writing this noir kind of script, and so I was like, oh, we'll watch some noir. Literally, was falling asleep every five minutes. I got halfway through. And I quite it's like, like the Maltese Falcon. I just couldn't. I just couldn't hack it. So I'm gonna try again. Sometimes soon. Oh, there's I, some films that just piss you off because they're so boring. Actually, yeah. I tell you, just before you guys continue, I found a video and it's Bane's voice before it was altered. Let's have a wee listen here. Fuck it, it's the same voice. It's just really crap for current. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. It could have been a funny yeah. parody. Um. On a on a related sort of in in terms of in terms of talking about sort of extrapolating the audio from something and overlaying it with something else, there's a wonderful video online that that it was a very popular a while back, but there's quite a few people who I know who never picked it up. It's called um, it's it's Gangnam Style without the music. It's a music video just with sound effects, <laughs> as if as if they you know as if it's sort of like like um like pre you know pre sort of all the finishing and yeah. putting all the music in where as if they're just running around you know on a set sort of like okay you know everyone be coordinated and stuff so it's a lot of sort of footsteps and you know planes and water kind of running and stuff that's also an excellent one that got to check out because I, I thought that was really really funny um that's dying down because gangnam style like because like our people kind of live on the internet we found out about it pretty much a couple days after it came out and then everyone else found out about it and, and more people found out about it it got so saturated to the point that i had a friend he was at a wedding last month it got played at his auntie's wedding and his auntie yes. is 50 odd like again remarried and it got played at the wedding it was just like all right you've taken that too far it's so. insane yeah that was playing when we were in amsterdam it was playing on the radio at one point well i uh Oh, um, I um, <laughs> went on. <laughs> I went online, and yeah, and uh, I, I went online and found this website called Jib Jab. Uh, James has po- posted. DJ James has posted it before, um, but basically, it's kind of like you know, send people holiday cards with your face on it. One of the cards that they have on there is a video card for Gangnam Style, so you can put your face on there, and you know. <laughs> Yeah, put your put your little you know cut out your little mouth so it can talk or whatever on there, and it's it, it's kind of funny watching your watching like I did it with myself. It's kind of fu- funny seeing a Korean guy with the black guy's face on it. So <laughs> we in terms of Gangnam Style, you know it's oversaturated when you have a lecture about it. Um, wow, Christopher, oh, I. I re- yeah, I remember that. Do you mind that? I yeah, was gonna yeah. say. I was like, you should have been there. Yeah, that, that was, was fucking that weird. was mental. I, how many times did you reality check in that lecture? Because suddenly, like, it's they're always good lectures. Suddenly, <laughs> we're learning about sort of surrealism and sort of like um, the Dada movement in the early kind of twentieth century when people started to reinterpret art as different things. And then out of nowhere, suddenly we're talking about um, the reinterpretation and sort of remixing culture almost. And so we watch. <laughs> 
watched it in the lecture. The next slide was just Gangnam Style. Then the next the next slide is a parody of it where they've done Gangnam Style in London. And then it's another parody and another parody. And then it gets referenced in um, was Strictly it? Come Dancing. Strictly Come Dancing where Bruce Forsyth, Bruce Forsyth of all people on the fucking planet has, <laughs> has been told, you know, Gangnam Style. And it was like, oh, my God. It was just weird. I reality checked so many times in that because I'm, I'm so bad for falling asleep in those lectures, like in any <clears> lecture <throat> ever. But still, um, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Reality checked so many times just being like, am I actually here? Like, when am I going to wake up and stop learning about the social implications of Gangnam style? I was like, um, okay. It was very, very weird. Um, but I was standing. I wasn't able to fall asleep. Um, it was boring, at least. But yeah, it was, no, it it was wasn't weird. boring. It was just pretty fucking left field. Um, I, at the moment, I'm running this little page on Facebook called um, the Christmas Specials Advent Calendar 2012. And every day I put up a different Christmas special for people to watch. Um, it's obviously like an Advent Calendar. Um up to day 10 i think today was a very special family guy freaking christmas um so why don't we since it's you know the holidays at the moment why don't we talk about our favorite christmas specials oh good one um, i've got a list here if you if you can't think of any you know. well let's go yeah. through the list and see if we've seen it seen any of them oh no no you know what i want to what i want to start with and say straight off the bat is the spongebob christmas special <laughs> is Probably that's got to be my favorite. That gets watched every Christmas because we have it on video. Yes, video, and the VCR gets busted out, and we watch that shit. The other one that is one of my favorites is all the Mr. Bean ones. Yes. Because there's, there's a couple Mr. Bean ones that are very Christmas centric. There's the one where he has the two. The, I think there's a New Year's one as well, which is it. You know, they sort of get played back to back. Um. So those are always tradition, sort of, that's the kind of thing that comes on yeah. at, like, you know, just, just at sort of, the, that's the last thing you watch on Christmas Eve, and then you sort of go to bed, is that, yeah. I say, those, those are my top two all-time favorites, I think. Day nine of the advent calendar was Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean, and that's the one where he gets a turkey stuck in his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I selected that one. Hey. How about yourself, Corey? Hey, hold on a second, guys, just keep on talking, I gotta... Take care of something. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, what, are there, yeah. what other Christmas specials can you? Well, I've picked. I've tried to pick them so much so that like the closer we get to Christmas, the more loved they are. But it's kind of difficult. Yeah. So, um, yeah. day one was the Garfield Christmas special. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, no, I was born slightly too late. Well, no, we got we got cable slightly too late. Shall I yeah. say to watch Garfield? Are you calling me old, sir? <laughs> no, I was just calling myself four again. Uh, <laughs> no, um, well, I had it on video. Oh, all right, on VHS. Um, yeah, somebody was... bought it from at Christmas. Yeah. I don't know about you, but see when you get something for Christmas that's about Christmas and Christmas is over, you don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, as soon as man, as as soon as Christmas is done, I'm like, right, fuck this shit. Let's move on to the next holiday. That's what, like, America, especially growing up in America, you might as well learn to tell months, rather than month names, just by holidays. Yeah. Like, Christmas is, you know, rather than, like, sort of October, November, December, it should be Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and that should yeah. just be the name of the fucking months, because that's how everybody <laughs> knows it anyway. That's how you know when, like, 
when to sort of change sort of your decorations or like when to start saying, oh, you know, happy Halloween is when you go into a store and their stock changes because there's there is especially in America, there is basically one holiday per month. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, now I'm trying now I'm trying to think and it's pressure to name them all. So January, you got New Year's. Uh-huh. February is like Valentine's Day. March is St. Patrick's Day. Um, April is Easter. Easter. Which kind of overlaps into May, but like May is, I guess Easter. You know that could work for both. We could have a double off. Look how fucked up February is. You know, yeah. um, and then you have June. June is kind of just a holiday in itself because that's when school stops. Yeah, so, summer. <laughs> suddenly it's summer. Then you have the Fourth of July. August. August is technically. Oh, I think September is Labor Day actually. I can't remember. I've been out of the country for so fucking long. But like August is too hot to party. Um, and then you have September, which is it's a couple different smaller ones. I think it's Labor Day and President's Day and shit. Um, and then suddenly it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, uh, and Christmas slash Hanukkah slash Kwanzaa, which I was always jealous of just African-American kids in school being like, yeah, man, we basically get two Christmases, one because we're black and one because... We celebrate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's something that doesn't get referenced over here. I said it the other day, right, that we're walking around uni, and you notice how there's there's Christmas trees everywhere. There's one in, there's one in the library. There's one in, like, the entry hall. There's there's one on every floor of the union. Um, I didn't even realize that. That's insane. No, suddenly they're everywhere. And I said, I said to my flatmate, I was like, man, there's one thing I love about this country. It's the amount of religious ignorance. And he looked at me and... <laughs> what and i was like no totally it's awesome because you don't have to worry about saying oh happy holidays or anything you just be like merry christmas because everyone celebrates christmas it's there's just so much less to worry about it's just like yeah it's christmas um it's nice that i grew up in a culture that you know had other holidays so you know went to school with kids who had all these other holidays that were like yeah well you know for our winter break you know we do such and such um but just to suddenly be like it feels like being this far north in such a such a predominantly white territory is just it feels more Christmassy to me just because it it goes to the whole snow thing and just yeah. like it's far north it's so freaking cold yeah. we get like three hours of daylight a day and suddenly there's Christmas trees everywhere I think it it's awesome it yeah yeah totally to handle um, I just completely forgot a, a question regarding regarding our accents um. Why don't you give us a little bit of uh, of what you're going to do for Quinn? Because um, you'll be technically making right. an attempt okay. to impersonate. Oh. Um, okay. Well, if I can if I can start with an impression of my grandma and then sort of work work my way from there. Uh, my grandma was one of the people who she grew up in Staten Island because my great grandparents were Italian American immigrants who were fresh off the boat, you know, in sort of approximately. At, you know, the same time era as Godfather Part Two, mm-hmm. um, and apparently they had a little dress shop down somewhere in, in, I think somewhere around Mulberry Street. You know, in Little Italy, or so I'd like to think. Then they get enough money to move out out to a slightly nicer place, which is Staten Island, and then eventually they get the money to move out somewhere slightly nicer, which is New Jersey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, um, so my grandma. The key, the key to the Staten Island accent, if I can begin my dialect classes already, the key to the Staten Island accent is to say the word coffee, but to say it as if it's spelled C-W-O 
F F E E coffee. Coffee. And you make your accent sort of a little bit like Greg Roops has just woken up and it's sort of like, you know, coffee. Like so hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. I was wondering you want to come in for a cup of coffee, you know, sort of a donut, a bagel, like so would you would you you know, we haven't caught up in ages, sort of how have you been? And that's kind of how my grandma talks. So that's, nice. <laughs> that's how I'm going. That's how, what I'm going to start as. So obviously, I'm going to have to go to a little bit of accent research and stuff. But uh, but yeah, um, especially with with Quinn. Um, let me think. Because he's that, got a kind of throaty voice, like his depth and, and kind of like speaks. It's, from not, it's not. It's not too dissimilar from mine, but he's certain. He's got a lot more prominent his. His P's are a little bit more plosive, so he's a little bit more like that. And his D's and T's are all fucked, all kinds of fucked up, you know, which way. Yeah. Um, he's got a little bit more of a drawl on him. It's a little bit, not quite slang, I'm saying, but, like, you know, there's a little bit more kind of relaxed attitude to trying to say. He's, he's structured kind of differently. And that's kind of what I'm going for now. It's good, man. Yeah, it's slightly sort of, you know, you're, you're crossing the barriers between sort of rhotic and non-rhotic accents it's not quite boston but it's still very kind of urban kind of speak so that's i think that's what i'm gonna end up going for is yeah. along the lines without sounding too much like peter griffin kind of you know <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see that's 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 what i'm that's what i'm certainly that's what i'm going for or, cool, well that sounds good uh there you there you have it people you've you've heard a little preview of what our in-film quinn's gonna sound like quinn so Favorite, my favorite Quinn line was from one of the earlier podcasts where they're making fun of him because he's like, yeah, I fucked the model. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that's like, you know how, you know, to get a Jamaican accent, you're supposed to say beer can. Yeah, beer you know, can. And like, what was the one you said about being Australian? Um, the size of a tangerine. Tangerine. Size of a tangerine. That's a good one. So like to get into Quinn's, mine is going to be like, yeah, I fucked the model. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, fuck the model. Kind of like, all right, I got it. Let's go. Kind of like, that's cool. Like, um, I, 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 I'm hope. I, I wish we could do more with Quinn, um, because I, I love, I love the whole dynamic of tell him Steve, Dave. I love all of them. They, they're, they're perfectly matched because they're each completely different. Um, I mean, Qu- uh, Quinn, Quinn's almost like kind of doesn't give a shit. Um, whereas, and Brian's on the cusp usually, but he kind of leads the questions. He's very witty. Walt is angry and shouts at Ming, and Ming is just submissive as fuck, and is just always like, "Oh fuck it." Well, since he yeah. did it, since he did his Brian Quinn, why don't you give us a little bit of Walt, Chris? Walt, um, I don't think I'm doing a very good job as Walt. Uh, let me think. Uh, how's he doing? It's it's it's, it's kind of difficult. Um, let me see. Hold on a second. I'll get yeah. the script up actually, and I'll do some shit from the script. This is uh, where are we get Greedo draft nine, right? Okay. Uh, nine, jeez. Fuck. I don't have massive amounts of dialogue. Yeah. They uh, go back into the after. And Walt Walt also sounds similar to my grandma, more in like what he says because he's a little bit angry and opinionated. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you couldn't handle that. that. He says things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's you the only thing. That. <laughs> you can't handle that. <laughs> you can't handle it. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> um, let me think here. Uh, I need to, uh, fucking. Come on, man. It might, it might not be what you think. That's that's probably that's basically how I speak. Um, 
Uh, let me see one more. Let's just go down here. There's no use. There's no use in blaming yourself, man. Man, there's no use in blaming yourself, man. Like I don't know. I, I don't look like uh, Walt. I don't sound like Walt. I <laughs> yeah, kind when of... you, if anything, when you did that presentation, I was kind of like, "Who?" Like when you were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be portraying Walt Flanagan." I was kind of like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think I imagine with some, you know, with some kind of movie magic, we'll certainly be able to shop something up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've already played him in the the sets, the stuff set in this in the set. You can see photos of me shouting down the phone. Um, it, there's a, the the scene with me begins uh, with um, we're sitting down in the secret stash basement, and I'm going over some some bits and pieces. And Kevin is signing a lot of action figures and and VHS because that's yeah. what we had back then, kids. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Muse is just like glacially standing in the background, looking all dopey, <laughs> just looking at what they're doing. And the phone rings, so I answer it and I go, comics. Um, and it's uh, it's this belligerent customer asking if we sell Barbies. Now, if you've seen Comic Book Men, you'll know that they fucking don't sell Barbies. Um, and it's uh, and this guy's been a complete asshole to me, but I'm being even more of an asshole back. Um, and we got a nice cameo. We've got Get Him Steve Dave. Oh, yeah to play that role and he does a really good job because he's fucking irritating as hell and I thought it'd be good because he's playing himself I mean we don't say yeah, it much, yeah, yeah. but he's, <laughs> he's playing himself well, why, um, why don't you explain to the audience who Get Him Steve Dave is oh fun I've, with pleasure Get Him Steve Dave is, is an anomaly he is a, a fan of Tell Him Steve Dave but he came to fame shall we say for I think he bought tellhimstevedave.com um, and he wouldn't give it up <laughs> and he kept sort of saying he would give it up, and then he would sort of back away and you know and disappear for a while. They eventually did get off him for some like ridiculous amount of money. I think it was like a thousand dollars or something like that. Um, and he paid some you know like twenty bucks to get this the, the, this URL. Um, and they started talking to him, and Walt took a shine to him. Like Walt wants to help him, and they all kind of like him, but they just take the ever loving piss out of him. <laughs> like they, they, they make fun of him. And- yeah. Now not so much, but if you listen to our, like earlier episodes, it's kind oh of oh god, the early ones. It's kind of a bit like him. it's kind of a bit like Ming. Like Ming will say something that just gets yeah, gets to Wall, and he goes, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like he'll go, "What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> and it's it's just like that. But uh, he's a good guy. Um, he's 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 a funny guy, and obviously, you know, he, he he pitched in a cameo. And I thought, if we're doing something relating to the secret stash, gotta have get him, Steve, Dave. Yeah, and he did a good job. Um, he calls Walt an asshole or a fucking sexist pig or something like that. Because that was another thing that came up on the boards. People were claiming that Walt was sexist, which in right. actuality he's a feminist. He lives with like three women for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has to be. He has no choice. Yeah, wait a bit. Yeah, he wouldn't get yeah, he with anything be. else. But yeah, so he's we had cameos and obviously we had pretty much everybody from Babylon appear in Babylon Begins. But for this one, it's a little hard to get Jason Muse, you know, because he's so busy and you know I, he spoke to us once or twice. But um, we've got we've got uh, get him Steve Dave of course. Um, and I'm going to try and see if Kylie Bear is interested in possibly doing the voice of a puppet character that appears throughout the whole film. 
Um, fingers crossed, because he's done so many favours for us, I almost don't want to ask. But um, he's the voice of Ryu in uh, Street Fighter. I want to get know. him on the show, on the uh, yeah, other show. For, I mean, yeah, him and Brian. Um, and, and Brian's the other person that's in Get Greedy. The guy who played uh, Dante is playing himself on the phone to Kevin, talking about doing the Clerks Blu-ray commentary. <laughs> and then Kevin says, I'm just on my way to meet Muse just now. I'll get back to you. And that's how the film starts. So, uh, yeah, um, I forget why I'm talking about this. <laughs> I, I, I it's relevant few. for once. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we've got two cameos. Um, I'm trying to get a certain somebody else who's probably listening to this right now while this is a recording and I'm doing something else and somewhere else in the world. So if she's listening, she should do a voice as well. And anybody out there um, relating to Kevin Smith, going to get Corey, of course, to do a voice. And obviously Brett's going to be physically in it and doing a voice. And sadly, I'm in it as well. Well, you know me, man. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it, pretty much. Well, you're you're part of the uh, the pledging uh, fraternity. Uh, I think we'll call it Fraternity 37. Ha-ha! <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 yeah, Fraternity 37, I think that's what we're going to do. And we're going to actually have it at the beginning, starring the fraternity, fraternity 37, and then I'll have a list of the, the people in the fraternity. And then at the end, it'll say pledging members, and it'll say blah, blah, blah. And at the very end credits, it'll say pledging members, and the pledging members will disappear, and you fully fully ascend into uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the fraternity 37 by the time the credits roll at the end of the film. Because you've, 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 you've done everything you needed to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop fucking shit now. Someone else say something. Go. <laughs> um, actually, quite recently on the last episode of Evil Teddy Bear podcast, I had Jamie Walton on. Cool. For the Wayne Foundation. Wayne Foundation, right? Yeah. Yes, she's quite lovely. First of all, second of all, actually, you know, me and her have actually been talking, been talking way before I got her on the show too. When we have a thing, we were talking about the uh, uh, comic book men. We would talk about a lot, and we would talk about The Walking Dead, of course. Whatever. She actually told me about the uh, the uh, the Wayne Foundation episode that they did before, like probably about two weeks before it came out. Uh huh. I want to say. So she's been. Uh, she. I'm actually uh, been kind of. Uh, I'm actually doing something for the Wayne Foundation just a little bit, just kind of a commercial that someone's putting together. I'm gonna have about seven or eight lines in it. I want to say. Um, uh-huh. I haven't. I've, I don't have all the details yet, but they're going to email me about it. I don't think she even knows about it yet, though. Cool. Sounds good. Um, have you guys seen any footage or photographs of Star Trek Into the Darkness? Yes. Ooh, I have seen the poster. The poster I liked, but I'd have mixed feelings about because I grew up on... The I grew up on Next Generation, yeah. um, so things with Star Trek are now different how I, how I'm, how I'm used to them or how I was used to them. That's the one that's that I have the fondest memories of in my heart is is just being like randomly seeing episodes. Usually, my dad just sitting on the couch being like, "Hey, Dad," and him be like, "Star Trek's on," you know. Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting to see that the franchise has changed. I love the first movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to see where this direction takes. But what I'm concerned about is whether this is going to be a J.J. Abrams movie or a Star Trek movie. Mm. Did you, what would you prefer? I don't know yet. That's why I have mixed feelings and am highly anticipating it. 
Um, there's a photograph up just now. Um, now, there's been rumours flying around that Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Khan. Mm. Oh, he's not. They, they've debunked that. He's not. Yeah, the sure. character's name is supposedly John Harrison. That displeases me. Although, they did that same thing. They tried to do that same thing for The Dark Knight Rises, but we all knew who yeah. What's-Her-Face was going to be. Yeah, it was fucking Talia al Ghul and Robin, mm. for fuck's sake. It's like, the, you should use your yeah. real name, Robin. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's not Robin. It's just <laughs> wonder. See when that happens. Yeah, you were like, I was like, I was like, oh, you could have told us that earlier. I was like, like that's bullshit. I was sitting <laughs> in the cinema. I thought that was great. When, when, when that happened, I literally spasmed and went. <laughs> I'm so excited because I'm, I'm quite a big fan of, of Robin. I'm probably the only fan. Robin, but um, I, I loved that the 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 nodded. In fact, something similar happened at the beginning of the awful Superman Returns, um, and I was sitting there, and it was you know the beginning of the movie, and then you hear Marlon Brando's voice once again, and it pulls out from Krypton, and you see the sun explode, and then Krypton explodes, and all the the shrapnel comes towards the screen, and you suddenly hear dun 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 dun. And see, as soon as the shield appeared and, and, and John Williams' score hit the crescendo, I almost crushed my then-girlfriend's hand. I was so fucking excited. There was so much wet yeah. in my pants. <laughs> I love that theme tune, and I'm going to be sad that it's not going to be in the new and probably better Superman film. I'm, see, I'm looking forward to that because I, I, watched, I watched Superman Returns because my mom was like, oh, the Superman movies, they were good. Um... <laughs> Awesome. I haven't I haven't seen any of the Superman movies, and when she saw them, it was the eighties. Yeah. So like anything was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anything. Yeah. About even like, yeah, I didn't even like the first one. Though. Oh God, Howard duck tits. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's literally a shot where a woman's in the bath and she's got duck tits. I think she's masturbating I mean, in the bathtub. It's a PG, you know, she's a she, dirty they bastard. Had tits. They had tits in there. She could be doing that. Yeah, there's no nipples. There's Where was her hand? Tits. Images. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, goodness me. Yeah, <laughs> cool. That is pretty incriminating. Whew. Right. That's fucking weird. I know. Um. Yeah, I saw the uh, Star Trek uh, trailer. I saw both trailers. I saw the one that they came out um, for J- one that came out with in Japan, which ends with... Uh, Come on, dude. Get on target. How about this? How about, how, how about, right, it's a minute long. How about we pause for a minute, I'll watch it, and then we can talk about it. Hello. Hey, I'm uh, back. Yes, I just watched it. Uh, bullshit. That is can. I just watched it. How could, how could it be anyone else? Like, Yeah, he's he's dressed in a weird way. He's got the collar. It's, like, it's a different collar. But, yeah, um, and he, yeah. He's talking about, I have returned for my vengeance. It's fucking Khan. Who are they trying to kid? Jeez. So they're going to go with an early con. Hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's still on IMDb. It still says Khan. Uh, yeah. And he's the thing is, if you remember, Khan is a superhuman. And you see him jumping about like a nutcase. Hmm. Um, gosh, why would it... Who is? Hang on. Who is? What was the name of the bad guy in the first one? Then uh, that, that was, was just Nero. A... Nero. Yeah. Nero. Did he have? Well, yeah. No, I know. Um, but did he have any 
Did he have any background in any of the any of the TV no, no. series? Well, okay. No, te- technically, what happened was he, he takes he he's the one that leads us from the original universe into now. He's from yeah. the original universe as his right. prime spot, and he he fucks yeah. things up in the past, creating thus creating the alternate reality. Because mm-hmm. um, I was just wondering whether, like, I'm trying to figure out what what JJ's kind of disposition would be of whether he would want to similarly create a new character or to invent. Or to reinvent one, or to you know to just bring one back, or whatever. It's kind of. Well, I think yeah, to... that's all. That's 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 why they, they created alternate universe because they're like fuck it, we don't have to wait a certain yeah. amount of time to introduce characters. We can reintroduce them earlier because the timeline's different. They change yeah. things. You've changed things. Which <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Which I liked, but I'm I'm trying to figure out. Like, man, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see why it wouldn't be Khan. I just don't. Yeah. Like what would be what would be the point in if people are identifying him as Khan? What would be the point in creating a character that is similar enough that people are going to misidentify him? Like, yeah, yeah. It just seems it seems like there's it seems like there's a conflict of interest there that is unnecessary. I mean, it looks uh, awesome. I mean, I, I, it's nice to see Kirk in his full outfit. I mean, you see him in his yeah. outfit at the very last moments, but that, that didn't bother me. Um, as he mm-hmm. still was Kirk. He still took to the chair at a certain point. Yeah. But um, I loved uh, Spock re-saying re- the line, you know, I am and always will be your friend, which I thought yeah. was fantastic. Benedict Cumberbatch, what a name. I know, right? That's a fuck of a name. Like, that's... I bet that kid had a fucking tough time in high school. Like... <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm gonna be Sherlock one day, and uh, I'm gonna say, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> and his middle names are Timothy Carlton. He could have just went by Timothy Carlton, but no, no one's gonna remember Tim Carlton. They're gonna remember Benedict Cumberbatch, though, aren't they? Yeah. He's in the uh, uh, Hobbit as well. No, that's the other guy. No, he's that's... in the Hobbit. Is he? I thought it was the other guy. The, the other guy oh, is that plays Watson. Oh, they're both in it. Oh, he plays. He, uh, um, uh, Bumper Snatch <laughs> is playing uh, Sauron and Smog. Hmm. Okay. Um, the one thing about The Hobbit, which I'm, I, I saw another trailer for it today. I, I am looking forward to it, but like I wasn't, I wasn't a massive fan of the original Lord of the Rings. I mean, I say original, but you know, they came out when we were when we were just younger, you know, yeah, younger keep, teenagers or whatever. Like I, they were, yeah. <laughs> like they were they were cool but it was not quite my thing i tried to read them when i was a kid and the biggest thing that confused me was first of all my mom was reading the hobbit to me when i was about 10 or something um the biggest thing that confused me was the fact that he called it middle earth and i was like hang on so where is it and mom was like well it's it's middle earth and i was like wait does that mean it's in the middle of our earth like if we dig deep enough she's like no it's just a different place i'm like yeah but where is that place star wars you know where that is it's in a galaxy far far away middle earth where the fuck is that well those are like those are like those are definitely child questions and stoner questions (laughs) yeah i know right the middle of time but even then, my, my mind, just, I was just like, I was like, nope, doesn't make sense. And so essentially, my 10-year-old brain discounted the entire series from that moment. And then when I was about, yeah, when I was about sort of 13, it just went nope to the entire, you know, fucking Tolkien. Nope, just 
Um, then when the movies came out, I was I've only recently started watching horror movies because up until about the age of sixteen, anything with almost anything with CGI or sort of mystical creatures suddenly just scared the shit out of me and just really unsettled me. I didn't see Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't I didn't see that that first one until much later, until I was about sixteen or fifteen or sixteen, I think, because of all of the skeletons in it. And just because they were CGI and shit, I was like, oh, fuck, no, can't do that. So, so I'm going back and watching all these other movies that I just skipped out on as being a kid. So I'm going to do that with I'm going to do that with Lord of the Rings before The Hobbit comes out. But at the same time, I feel like it's not it's, it's just not my type of series. I just yeah. Star Wars and Star Trek are I'm really looking forward to the new Star, the, the new Star Wars movies and the new Star Trek movie. But uh, yeah, the yeah. Lord of not, it's just not my speed. So, yeah. Yeah, I like the. I, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I I love the Hobbit. I read it as a book. It's, what the fuck? Yeah. I read the book, um, and I, I read it when I was on holiday in Rome, and it was amazing. I loved. The book. I thought it was a fantastic book, and um, I love as a hero. I mean, I know he's not meant to be the hero in Lord of the Rings, but Frodo is is pathetic. If you read the Hobbit, or when you see the Hobbit, Bilbo. Is a motherfucking. He's 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 the shit. He he saves yeah. everybody at certain points. He's a beast, um, and he's tiny, obviously. And he's got a little yeah. sword. He's he's got so much heart. A bit like uh, Sam, but even better. So I'm, I'm excited to see good old Martin Freeman running around. I was so, I'm so happy when they announced him as for, uh, as, as Bilbo. There's no one better to play him. Uh, really, Bilbo, but he's because I obviously I cannot. As, as mediocre feelings as I have for the film adaptation of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I will never be able to see Martin Freeman as anyone else besides Arthur Dent. Oh, yes. He's good as Arthur Dent, yeah. Good. He's had a couple of bites of the apple, and hopefully this will be it for him, because um, he was yeah, in uh, yeah. that, and it didn't do very well. And he is a good actor, and he did not three, but that wasn't exactly a massive movie. Um, and now he's uh, he's gone on to do, to do the whole bit, and Fingers crossed, because he's a good actor. He's very funny if you've seen The British Office. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen The British Office. I much prefer oh. The American Office. Um, oh, I love The American Office. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. Yeah. It's organic. It's become its own thing. Yeah. The British yeah. Office. I'm going to download the, the, the Christmas specials as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um Oh gosh! Two other things. Two other things that Martin Freeman has been in here. It says on Wikipedia. Um, one is Love Actually, which is yep. on a very special list because that is one of the. Not only is that one of several movies to make me cry, that is the movie that has made me cry the quickest. Because it literally, yeah, it literally took about two minutes. <laughs> It's the one line. It's the one line that um, that the, the the main the main the prime minister character says about nine eleven, and I was just fucking gone. I don't know why. Yeah. Suddenly, I was like, "Oh shit!" and I was gone completely. And I just I just like I was just like, "Fuck's sake!" And all my friends are like, "Seriously, dude? Seriously, you're gonna cry at like a nine-? It wasn't even like. It wasn't even that emotional. It was just kind of a nice thing about. Oh yeah, the people in nine eleven. You know, they call people yeah. to tell them that each other and i was like that's so sweet oh shit i'm gone it was just fucking i not so, not too many uh, movies movie. have made me cry but that one that 
it just made me cry so quick. I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are my emotions doing? Yeah, the yeah. storyline in that, that I find the most sort of touching. Um, three blokes here sitting talking about a, a romantic comedy. Um, the, the thing that I, the story is the the Colin Firth and the Portuguese girl. Oh, you know, yeah. The, the, that story is, is amazing mm-hmm. because they, they yeah. don't know what each other's saying and they both like, kind yeah. of feel the same for one another. I thought it was fucking... It's a great movie. I yeah. love... They really well interwoven different kinds of love stories. Awesome. And it's Christmas. Yeah. It's definitely, it was definitely... Yeah, it is, actually. Another another Christmas Christmas movie. Um, it was definitely a... It's definitely a really good movie and it's definitely very well written and tied together. Um, and very well sort of portrayed. And it's very British as well. I really like that is that is when people can pull off a British movie, keep it British and keep it good. Like um, yeah. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, for example, was, I think, a phenomenal resource for the entire film industry of this country. Um, yeah. Because one of the one of J.K. Rowling's key things when she sold the movie rights was like, no, if you guys are making this movie, it's staying in this country. And I think that's you know, it was nearly it was nearly a Spielberg animated movie with Haley Joel Osment playing Harry Potter. Really? Hey, oh I'm Harry God. Potter. Come down to the ranch. I'll teach you some magic. You know, just... <laughs> that sounds so, that just sounds so creepy a little bit there. Okay. <laughs> like if, it was, if it was an American version, like let's, let's pitch the American version of this. This is like, this is like the American school of magic. So, so obviously in an American school of magic, where would it be based? It would be in Salem, right? It would be Salem, Massachusetts. Like, in, in the in, in the British in the British version of sort of Harry Potter, right? It's just a mysterious. It's a big castle, which totally oh, makes sense. But it's, it's somewhere, you know. It's yeah, it's to, up towards Scotland, where all the wild people live, you know. So like, in, in fact, I forget. You know the the scene at the beginning of the Dark Knight Rises where they yeah. go into the airplane, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scotland, so. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to let's 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 pitch let's pitch the 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 U.S. version of. Uh, well, hey, of ho- Harry hold on, hold on so for a second. Have- hold on for a second, Chris. Yeah. Talk, say something real quick. Uh, fuck, 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 you're, fuck, fuck. You're starting to get all staticky, and, like it's yeah. kind of skipping a bit. I think I don't know if it's on my end or yours. Well, no, I haven't. I think it's been happening. It just, to you it, guys it just sounds well. crackly. It sounds like as if you got a bad line on a phone, but it's not on a phone. It's because we live in the future. Don't, don't hit the mic. That probably won't help. No. Try unplugging the mic and plugging it back in. Blowing it. <laughs> Blowing it. He's pulling mics. Anyway. <laughs> he likes to blow a guy named Mike. <laughs> <laughs> blow Mike. <laughs> my flatmates are walking past like dude what the fuck is he doing he said he was going to go to bed hours ago and like you know well, we're, we're listening um, to a guy blow a mic so <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to a guy hang on he's just blowing mic like, fucking what Hello. it's Say still crackled it's still yeah, kind of crackly oh uh, well at least you can still hear me alright well we, I suppose we could we could wrap it up um, just for that one reason maybe we've got a bad line Mm. Um, cool. Could, it, well, wasn't, uh, it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening before, so you you could cancel the call and try it again. Yeah, it might have been because I called back and. Cause I I, you probably should wrap up anyway. I've been needing a pee for about forty-five minutes. <laughs> you and your bladder, man! Come on, be a robot. Hey, I drank, I drank <laughs> yeah, like three cans of juice here. Um, <laughs> cool. but, okay, well, okay uh, so well, uh, 
Brett, do you want to give out like your anything like I guess you want to plug any uh, information, anything you want to get out there? Maybe Twitter or something. Sales, phone number, uh, address, postcodes. You know, last uh, driver's social, license. Social security. <laughs> social security. No, I, I don't have anything like that. Um, I you know I'm up to a variety of shit, but nothing really that <laughs> seems relevant. So that's cool. Nope. All right. Thanks for the offer, though. Well, that's what I sound so defeated. You go, all right. Like you're like really pissed off and disappointed that no one said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have enough content to wrap? Is that? (laughs) Yeah, we 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 have enough. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, if things go the way I want it, guys. Chris will be doing this every two weeks if we can, if we can keep it up. I don't know how your schedule is because, I mean, but how long was it until we did, when we did the last one? Uh, probably about two weeks ago, maybe even three. I mean, if we get on a network and that's the proviso, then I'm fine with that. I'll make time. It's yeah. part, of the, part of the network. But so, it'd be yeah. good to get out there and be heard by some more people. Yeah, I just got to send uh, Adam that information and stuff. And Adam, oh, he's in, he's in London, so he's near, he's closer to you. Kind <laughs> of. All right. All right. Well, for uh, for chasing Greedo, this is uh, Corey. And this is Chris. Special guest. Brett Murray. Uh, you guys keep on shooting. Same to you, man. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>